0: Episode 21, Can Unity Prevail? There are stirrings of collaboration and collective liberation in the air this week. As I keep an eye on the many political and ideological battles that continue to rage around us, I am holding out the hope that those collaborative impulses are turning into good things for us all. Keep listening welcome to peace matters a show that uncovers peace in our communities our countries and deep within our souls i'm your host maya matthias founder of inventive links a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives creative citizens and wise writers for a more peaceful planet join me as i share three things in the show one stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world Two, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. And three, updates on the peace building work I do, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Be sure to head over to inventivelinks.com to sign up for our Peace Matters newsletter, where I share bonus resources to build more peace in your world. And now, on with the show. Part One, As the World Turns, Stories or Trends that Impact Our Capacity for Peace in the World. So yes, there is more political theatre unfolding in America this week, with the usual battle lines being drawn in the name of holding a sitting president to account. For one if not two days this week, the current Attorney General of the United States, William Barr, will be testifying in front of the Senate and potentially also the House to explain his rationale for the decisions that he made in how he rolled out Special Counsel Mueller's investigative report into Russia interfering with the elections and the sitting president and his administration potentially obstructing justice as they investigated those proceedings. So there's a lot of that going on, and. Some of that will probably land up in my weekend newsletter, my Peace Peace Matters newsletter that I write every weekend. If you're not already on that list, be sure to go to inventivelinks.com to learn more about the newsletter and subscribe. For now, though, I always look for the bright sparks, those rays of hope and possibility that sometimes get hidden in these darker or more sensational headlines. And the bright sparks that I've noticed this week for now is that President Trump has made an in-principle agreement with leaders from the Democrat Party in the Senate and the House to cobble together an infrastructure deal that can be worth as much as $2 trillion. Now, many of the chattering class in American politics do kind of turn their noses up at this boring concept of infrastructure. Yeah, it's a pretty dry topic. I mean, who wants to wax lyrical about roads and buildings and broadband, right? However, this is a sorely needed thing here in America. I mean, it's it's really a shame that for all its prowess as a superpower and being the most military-powerful country on earth. There are so many crumbling roads, potholes, bridges that aren't, literally aren't holding up anymore. I grew up in Asia, and I experienced the economic boom that began in Asia in the 70s and 80s and continues to this day. And each time I travel home to Asia, I can't help but notice the stark contrast between the well-paved roads and the gleaming skyscrapers in that part of the world versus the situation here in America where even a broadband highway isn't available yet in some rural U.S. communities. So I am glad there is this glimmer of hope and possibility that a deal can be made to upgrade America's infrastructure. The other story that I'm keeping an eye on is that Venezuelans have been clashing in the streets to ensure that their rightful leader assumes office based on their constitutional guidelines. And the people are making their voices heard because they're coming out to support Juan Guaido, currently the opposition leader, and based on their constitutional makeup, the rightful leader. And I hope that their collective action right now on the streets will bring this impasse between Juan Guaido and the sitting president, Nicolas Maduro. I hope that things can come to a swift and peaceful end because this has been brewing for about a year now and it's turned into both a humanitarian crisis and this political quagmire that hasn't been going anywhere really. So I'm holding out the hope that that is going to resolve itself pretty quickly. The other ray of hope that makes me wonder if unity can start to prevail again is I read this, I saw the story about a grassroots Democrat political activism group They call themselves indivisible. They have been extremely active since the 2016 presidential elections. And I know that their work has done a lot to help turn the tide, the political tide in the 2018 midterm elections. Well, what they're doing now is they're refocusing and turning their attention towards the 2020 presidential elections. And in the name of unity, what they've started to do is they're having both members of their group, as well as all the declared Democratic presidential candidates, sign a pledge. And this pledge includes, among other things, a desire to keep the Democratic primaries civil and to eventually rally behind the eventual party nominee. So. I am so happy to see this desire for them to be united because the last time in 2016, when Hillary Clinton became the nominee, there was a lot of resentment and dissatisfaction among se- supporters of Bernie Sanders and the party didn't do a very good job of uniting these two camps leading into the final Election in November of 2016. So this makes me happy, and I'm going to keep an eye on these stories as they unfold in the coming days, weeks, and months to see if they can help unity prevail. Part two. Home is where the heart is, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. So in the world's or rather in the country's worst kept secret in America, former Vice President Joe Biden finally jumped into the race late last week. And as of right now, he is maintaining his top position in the polls among Democrats or Democrat leaning independent voters here. And the reason I'm mentioning this in the context of whether unity can prevail is he's come out pretty strongly to remind voters and, and people in America of how divided they are right now and of how he wants to do everything in his power to unite the country. If I'm not wrong, it might actually be The concept of unifying the country might actually be one of his three pillars of his message. I'll have to check on that and I'll update you guys in the next episode of this podcast or at the very least in my newsletter at the end of the week. And I just feel it's a message that everyone knows is important and he isn't the only candidate to be talking unity but I feel whether it comes from him or any other candidate right now who's running for president, it is so important to focus on this message of unifying the country. As I, oh gosh, <laughs> I'm going to share this with you. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to someone who, it was an off-the-cuff remark, but it, I really feel it very deeply. I said to this person Um, you know, how, how can we honestly call it the United States of America right now when everything and everyone feels so divided? So this idea of unity runs deep for me. And it's something that I hope more people can grow into during and after the 2020 elections. And As far as Joe Biden is concerned, he does have this innate ability to connect, and he also has a deep sense of patriotism that sweeps you up in its message of we're in this together sense of unity. In fact, he even literally and proudly declared in his first campaign speech in Pittsburgh this week that he's a quote-unquote union man because he's always been fighting for the rights of hard-working Americans and the middle class. Part three, news and views, updates on our peace-building work, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. I am in list building mode these days. That's email list building and listenership building. So in that vein, I am encouraging you to tell your friends about this podcast. There's so much goodness in this podcast if you're a listener, as you know, and I'd love for you to point them to inventivelinks.com slash podcast. That's inventivelinks.com slash podcast. So they can start listening to this Peace Matters podcast in their favorite app. And as always, remember that you can join me for this Friday's Fridays for Peace live stream where I will expand on some of these ideas in today's episode. The idea of unity and maybe one of the other stories that illustrate that desire for and work towards more unity here in America, in Venezuela, and potentially elsewhere. So if you want to join me live or catch the replay, go to inventivelinks.com slash events. That's inventivelinks.com slash events. And If you're catching the replay, just scroll down the page to look for the Fridays for Peace live stream dated May 3rd, 2019. Alrighty, I'm going to leave it there for now. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And till next time, take care. You've been listening to Peace Matters with me, Maya Mathias. This podcast is proudly powered by Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it by going to inventivelinks.com support. Want to take your podcast experience to the next level? Sign up for my next online workshop and start building a stronger path to peace inside and out. Go to inventivelinks.com slash events for more information. Sign up for a workshop, then show up with your best questions on the stories and insights we feature, and with a sincere desire to lead a more peaceful existence. Till next time, let's make peace matter more each day. Bye for now.